Hey, what's going on, everybody? Thank you so much for joining us for this week's message on the Zoe Church Podcast. We're going to be jumping into James chapter 4, verse number 6 in just a moment. But I want to thank every person that's a part of our church. Thank you for faithfully listening and being a part of our community. We're so excited about everything that's going on in the life of our church. If you'd like to give, you can go to our website, zoechurch.org or just text zoe z-o-e to 77977 we are in part three of a series we're in right now called go low talking about the power of humility versus the power of pride so let's jump in to part three i've found a cure for pride james chapter four go in your bible verse number six we are in part three of a new series we started called go low how how low can you go and we're talking about really the difference between pride versus humility and I'm trying to convince you in your life that pride is so detrimental to your future that it actually is going to destroy the great thing that God has placed in you and on you But the only way to preserve the amazing future that you have. Anybody by by show of hands, you're just excited about the future. Come on, let me just, come on, the sun's out today, people. Come on, we got to get back. We got to get excited again. No no more like, you know, just, you know. I left Seattle to get out of that, okay? So so we got to be excited about the future. The reality is, is that your future is predicated not based upon your gifting or your talent or another word we could use here is calling, but the only way we can, you know, in culture they say secure the bag. The only way we could secure your future is by walking in the power of humility. Now, humility is not thinking less of yourself. It's thinking less about yourself. Humility is giving preference to others. Humility is giving preference to God. Pride, on the other hand, they say pride is the invisible muscle of the neck that keeps you keeps the neck stiff. I'm not going to apologize. I'm not going to say sorry. I'm not going to root for the Lakers. That's pride. Spirit of pride. Pride, uh, I don't know how to say it better. Pride sucks. Pride will suck the life right out of you. And pride, if you're wondering, well, what, what, what is a haughty spirit or a proud spirit? Let me just give some definition to you. It's arrogance, conceit, cynicism, egotism, despisement, forwardness, gloating, pride of life, self-assertiveness, self-centeredness. Self-exaltation. How about selfishness and self-justification? Pride puts self on the throne of life. Humility puts God on the throne of your life. Pride says, I'm the boss. Humility says, God's in charge. I want to encourage you in your life to to reject, to get rid of, to, to, to massage out the spirit of pride and to receive the spirit of humility. Now, if you're a prideful person, if you, like me, like when I read some of those, some of those descriptors of pride, unfortunately, that's part of who I am. 
And if you're wondering why pride is lurking in you, it's because the Bible says you were born into sin. So it's not a pride issue, issue it's a sin issue. And so we all struggle with arrogance. We all struggle with being too forward or too self-assured because we wanna, we, we're taught by sin to rely on ourselves. But the spirit of Jesus, the spirit of, of the one that we follow, he had a humble spirit. So we can obtain humility only through the power of God. We can't tap into self to get more humble, but we can tap into faith to become more humble. I want to talk to you today. In fact, write down the title of today's message. It, it's called this, They Found a Cure for Pride. I don't know if you've heard about this. They found a cure for pride. And I, I, I like, by the way, I like the idea of finding cures, like, a, like a, a solution to what's going on. Because I got sick on Monday, and I've been, your boy has been on ginger shots all week long, okay? Your boy been up in the air one. I've been on elderberry since Tuesday, okay? So I've been trying to find some, some wheat grass from Jesus to get rid of whatever's been going on in, my, in between my ears and my throat and my headache. And I want, I'm on the Advil, I'm on the Tylenol PM. I'm on all the things, okay? Because I'm trying to find a remedy for my sickness. I'm trying to find a cure for what's wrong with me. I grew up in a household. My mom is a Mexican, okay? She's a short little Mexican lady. And my mom believed that whatever was going wrong with us as children, she believed that it didn't matter if you had a headache, a fever, a sore throat. It didn't matter what was wrong with you. My mom believed that Vicks Vapor Rub could solve any problem in your life. I'd be like, Mom, I rolled my ankle. Vicks Vapor Rub that, mijo. Like, Mom, my girlfriend dumped me. Vicks Vapor Rub, your heart slapped some Mariah Carey on that thing. You're going to be fine. They have found a cure for pride. And the remedy, the solution for pride is to glorify God. Let me just show you here, James 4. Watch what the Bible says. It says in verse 6, but he gives us more grace. That is why scripture says God opposes the proud but shows favor to the, to the humble. God opposes, this is how important this is. Let me just stop right here. God is in opposition. He is opposed the, the image I always like to use is that God is, have you ever seen the Heisman Trophy? It's got a guy carrying the football in this arm and he's stiff arming the opposition. God is in opposition to your life when you are proud. You've made an enemy of what should be your friend. God opposes the proud, but he gives favor to the humble. I don't know about you, but I want some favor on my life, anybody else. You know what they say about favor? Favor ain't. Favor ain't fair. Favor is not fair because favor will hook you up. Favor will take you places that you know, how did I get here? How do I know them? How do I make this much money? How did I get this place? How did I get this job? How did I get this career? How did I land this gig? The favor ain't fair. And I don't know about you, but I want favor on Zoe Church. I want favor on my life, anybody else. God says, when you walk in pride, I will give you no favor. But when you humble yourself, I'll give favor to the humble. Oh, I love this. Submit yourselves to God. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. So if you're wondering, if you feel like the devil's been messing with you as of late and you feel like the devil's been haunting you and taunting you and kind of luring you, like I always know the devil's, he's too close to me when I keep seeing these McFlurry commercials. 
devil try to take me down. The way to get the devil out of your life is to resist him. Resist the devil, and what does he do? He flees. He, I'm going to go to another party. I'm going to find another house to mess with. I'm going to find another friend group to divide. I'm going to find another way to mess with this, with this church. Resist the devil, and he will. Anybody today excited to get the devil to flee from you because you're going to resist him? Come near to God, and he will come near to you. Other translations say, draw near to God, and God will draw near to you. Wash your hands. This is pre-COVID in the Bible saying this. So we've got to sanitize your hands right here in the scriptures. Wash your hands, you sinners. I like that the Bible say, you sinners. It's got a little home alone in it for me. You filthy animals. <laughs> Wash your hands, you, you sinners. That's just so savage right there to me. And, and purify your Somebody's like, that's a word for you. <laughs> and, 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 and purify your hearts. You double-minded. Now, what is the Bible what is the Bible saying when it says you have double-minded? To be double-minded means like, yeah, I want God, but like also me. Yeah, yeah, you know, like I, I love Jesus, but like I really I, I, like want to do my thing. Like, yes, God, I just, you're the best. I worship you, but like on Sundays. It's hard to live with two minds. So to be single-minded is to say, no, 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 I refuse pride because God gives grace to the humble. I will not exalt myself because I've chosen to exalt my God. I'm not going to give my life to me. I'm going to give my life to the one that gave his life for me. They found a cure for pride, and the cure for pride is living for the glory of God. I'm going to give you three things to write down today. Write down the first one. Is the first one, you need faith in God. If you don't know the definition of faith, faith is three things. Faith is trust, confidence, and belief. To have faith means I have trust in God, I have confidence in God, and I have belief in God. I want to encourage you to increase in faith. If you're at this level of faith, don't you worry. God can give you even more faith. If you got the size of a mustard seed, like this small size of faith in your life, the Bible says you can speak to a mountain and it will be moved into the sea. God doesn't need a lot of faith to move. He just needs a little bit of faith from your life to say, I can move a mountain for you. Faith is what honors God the most, and it's what God mostly honors. God is into, he is moved by faith. You can't move God by your money. You can't move God by your talent. You can't move God by your following. You can't move God by your trophy. But you can move God by your trust and your confidence and your belief in him. Faith in God. Oh, God God is, woo! My God can split Red Seas. My God can take out Goliaths. My God can kick down the Clippers. I just felt like saying that one for me right now. That's where my faith's at today. Faith, faith by the way, flies in the, in the face of culture because culture says, no, 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 you rely on you. In fact, we, we, we all want just like pride kind of is sneaky. Pride's like, yeah, but you got to be impressed with my mind because look at my intellect. 
Do I not have the ability in my, look at my vocabulary, look at my creativity, I, I trust in my mind, look at my grades, look at my accomplishments, look at the way I can work the Excel spreadsheet. Look at, look at my mind. Or our pride wants to exalt in our own bodies. Am I not impressive how little of sleep I can operate on? Look at how I can work out. Look at how I can push my body to the limits. Look at how hard I go. Look at my physique. Pride wants to be impressed with mind or body or possessions. Look at what I've obtained. Look at, what I, look at my closet. Look at my car. Look at my house. Look at, look at my bank account. Look at what I've done. Pride wants to have trust and confidence and belief in self. Humility says my trust is in God. The only thing I can do, I can do all things through Christ who gives me the strength. In other words, in other words, humility says, you, you, you think my mind's amazing? How about the guy that has no limits to thinking? He gave me my gift to, to compute numbers. He gave me my ability to write poetry. He allowed me to write screenplays. He is the one that showed me how to write music. I, I, I'm impressed with his mind. You think uh, my, I'm incredible? No, I know the guy that owns the cattle on a thousand hills. I serve the one that told the sun it's time to get up this morning. Uh, the earth is the Lord's and all that is within it. And so if you want to be impressed with anything, the only thing I'm able to do, I can do all things through the guy that gives me the strength to do these things. So don't have faith in me. Try having faith in God. Look, look, look at here. This is amazing. Look at John, John 6. Jesus says, then Jesus declared, I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me will never go hungry. And whoever believes in me will never be thirsty. What Jesus is saying is, I am your soul's sufficiency. And so if you trust in me, and believe in me and have confidence in me, you'll never be hungry again. You'll never be thirsty again. You know how culture says, you know, like thirst trap? Some of you are like, yes. <laughs> At least you're here. Um, that, that, that desire for attention, for recognition, to be loved, to be noticed, to be seen, to be valued. Faith says, I already know the one that sees my soul. I already know the one that completes me. I'm in relationship with the one that's healed me. See, we think that unbelief is like agnostic or atheist or the one that does. Unbelief is not believing that God is enough. Unbelief is saying, I know your bread of life, but I need to supply my own bread too. I know you're living water, but like you're great, but so am I. Am I, am I not great? Am I not pretty impressive? I, I mean, you're great too, but like us together, whoop, dream team. That's the spirit of pride. Pride, pride says, I need some of the, the glory. Faith says, it's all about you. It's all about your name. It's all about who you are. It's not about me. Look at this next verse. I love this in Revelation chapter 3, verse 17. You say, I am rich. I have acquired wealth. I do not need a thing, but you do not realize that you are wretched, pitiful, poor, blind, and naked. 
I counsel you to buy from me gold refined in the fire so you can become rich, white clothes to wear so you can cover your shameful nakedness, and salve to put on your eyes so you can see. Humility says, if I don't have your blood and I don't have the cross and I don't have your covering, I am shameful. If I don't have your ointment on my eyes, I am blind. If I don't have your riches, I have no money. But it's all about you and what you've given to me. And so my faith is not in what I've acquired and what I've obtained. My my riches are in my faith in you. Don't you get into this belief in culture. It's like you this and you're that and you're the other. There's no such thing as a self-made man. You're, you're a God-made made woman. You're a God-made man. But there's no such thing as self. Don't give in to the lie of culture. Don't give in to the lie of pride that says, look at me. Humility says, look at God. But pride loves to brag about our achievements. But I'm telling you, humility loves to brag about God's achievements. Look at creation. Look at the cross. Look at the blood. Look at the, look at the, the, the tomb. Look at the stone that's been rolled away. That's humility. Humility doesn't want any of the tension. And, and when you do that, look at this last scripture in this point. Isaiah 40, verse 29. He gives strength to the weary and he increases the power of the weak. So if you confess and you say, you know what? I don't know a lot. I'm not a lot. I'm not a big deal. I'm not the great I am. I'm not. But I know the one that is. And the more that you rely and depend upon God, God will come through for you. I found a cure for pride, and it's faith in God. Write down number two. It's, it's not just faith in God. It's giving glory to God, giving the glory, giving glory. Glory is the splendor. Glory is the awesomeness. Glory is worship, giving the preference, giving the glory and the praise to God. I'm telling you, when you start doing this, everything that you say and everything that you do becomes for the glory of God. I work hard at my job so God gets the glory. I, I, I serve these children for the glory of God. I work on my friendships because God will get the glory out of this community group. Everything I say, everything I post, everything I'm about is not for the I don't want any of In fact, the Bible says it two times. Not to us be the glory. And it doubles down, not to us. Why do you think the Bible says it twice? Because sometimes my ego got to hear it. Not to you, dummy. Not to you, dumb dumb. Not to us be the glory. Not to us, but to your name. When you start living for the glory of God and not the glory of self, all of a sudden, I'm telling you, your ego gets inflated. It's like a ball. It's like a tire. You ever seen your tire? Like, you, you know, like you're driving in your car and like the sensor's on. Anytime the sensor for my car says a uh, tire issue, I ignore it. Don't you? I'm like, I'm like, yeah, right. <laughs> and maybe in a month, I'll walk by a tire, kick it, we're fine. Have you ever seen a tire just like, just lose the air? Your pride, your ego gets so inflated the more you worship God. The more you, 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 the more you lift up praise, you lift up thanksgiving, the more you give glory to God. Oh, it's not my intellect. It's not my physical attributes. It's not my position. It's all of you're awesome. You're amazing. You're worthy. You're incredible. You do it. You, I don't know how you do it. You're, oh, it's all about you. And your ego's like, ah. We're shrinking. We're dying. We're going away. 
Because our ego's like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's worship God, but like, can't we just get like a... Like, I know I'm late to the game, but I just got this last week. I just got into Shark Tank. Have you watched the show? Shark Tank is one of the best shows I've ever seen. But I'm so into Shark Tank. I just, I'm, I've consumed a lot of Shark Tank this last week. And I just love this show. I love the format. I love the host. I love the contestant. I love, you get some, some entrepreneur. Maybe it's like a son and a father. And they come in. And they've got their coffee cart. And they're making their presentation. And they're in their outfits. And you got the, you know, the Jedi Knights up there in front of them. And, and like, they make the presentation. They're like, voila, what do you think? And then like Cubans like, blah, 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 blah. And some other guys like, oh, yeah? Well, I'll give you a million dollars cash injection and I only want 10% of the company and blah, blah, blah. And someone's like, oh yeah, well, and then, and then you got all these different people and they're saying, I'll give you this. I just want a little small percent. I think that's our pride when it comes to God. God, you can, you can get like 90%, but like, can I get an app mention? Do you think like God, like, yeah, this is cool. Like, I want all the glory to go to you, but like, can I get a Venmo? Like, can you just, like, let them know, like, who showed up early and, like, set up the church and, like, just, like, killing it. There's a part of our ego that wants in on a slice of the pie. The humility says, no, no, no. I don't need any of the glory to go to me. I want all the honor. I want all the splendor and the worship. You know what would destroy your life if you lived for the praises of man? Because you're going to get it and it's going to destroy you. Man was not meant to be worshipped. Man was meant to give worship. We have not been created as humans to receive any glory from another person. We have, been re we have been created by God to bring glory. That's why when you operate in your gift and you operate in your talent and you operate in what God's given you, all of a sudden God is praised, not you. And people will say, look how awesome God is. Look at what God created. And you say, yeah, 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 but don't worship me. Worship him. I just love this. This is, this is the power that Abraham had. Watch Abraham here in Romans 4, verse 20. He did not waver at the promise of God through unbelief, but he was strengthened in his faith. How? Giving glory to God. He didn't, he didn't, he didn't waver. He wasn't, like, he wasn't like, yeah, like 10%, and then like, just maybe like 5%. And, no, he's just like, no, I know how my faith is going to grow. My faith is going to get stronger by giving glory to God. The more you worship, the more faith you have. The more you worship, the less ego you have. How can you stay prideful with your knees on the ground and your hands lifted high and your eyes towards heaven saying, I know where my help comes from. My help comes from you, the maker of heaven and earth. Give him a praise today if he's worthy of all of your worship, all of the honor and all of the glory. How do you win your life on your knees? How do you win your life hands raised? How do you live when your life giving glory and honor to where it is due when it's not due to us? Oh, I love this. Look at 1 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 7. For what gives you the right to make such a judgment? What do you have that God hasn't given you? And if everything you have is from God, why boast as though it were not a gift? Why are you boasting about a gift? Don't you think it's more impressive to brag about the gift giver than the gift? 
Are you so, it's like, I'll never forget, a few years ago, we had a friend that was driving around one of our buddy's car, and this buddy's car was like, it was a really nice car. And so we're driving around town, me and this guy, and I could tell that as we were driving around with the top down, he was like trying to get like, you know, like recognized. <laughs> and, 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 and it was like, what's up? <laughs> and we're driving around, and it was like, he was filming himself a bit, you know? And, and I was like, oh my gosh, this is not even his car. <laughs> this joker is trying to just, this, this is not even his. We pulled up the stoplights, and he turned up the radio. Sob. Oh, I was like, oh my gosh. Like, why are you boasting about your gift? I, I think it's, it's behooved so many believers into missing out on the real glory. And the real glory is not your gift, the real glory is in your God. Look at my singing. Look at my dancing. Am I not a great actor? I mean, come on. You got, I'm an entrepreneur. I made it from Shark Tank. Look at what I did. You think that's impressive? That guy told, let there be light, and there was light. That's impressive. That guy was like, all right, let's do animals today. That's impressive. That guy was like, ah. This is not good, Adam's alone. Let's make someone even a little bit more superior than him. How about from his rib, let's create a lady because this joker's a, a lost cause without her. Somebody clap and say amen. That's impressive. And we walk around with our forwardness and our self-assuredness. Am I not the cat's meow? Am I not the rule of the roost? Am I not the Pied Piper? You're not. You're bragging about a gift. I'm impressed with the gift giver. I'm impressed with the one that hung the stars and made the moon and created the earth and told them, let there be light. I'm going to give him all the glory and all the honor and all the praise. <laughs> Jeremiah 9, watch this. Jeremiah 9, you're getting me fired up today. It's your fault, not mine. <laughs> Jeremiah 9, 23, this is what the Lord says. Let not the wise boast of their wisdom or the strong boast of their strength or the rich boast of their riches, but let the one who boasts boast about this, that they have the understanding to know me, that I am the Lord who exercises kindness, justice, and righteousness on the earth. For these I delight, declares the Lord. You going to boast in anything? How about we boast, oh my gosh, I was so lost and he found me. And if you didn't know me, my story, I got a test in my money. And I don't know if you knew this, but I was, I was dead and he, he resurrected me. And I, you, you think I'm a mess now? Oh, you should have met me two years ago. And I was just like, I was a mess. And he pulled me out and made me a message. Oh, Jesus. Do, do you understand it's not about you? I don't know how to burst your bubble, sweetheart, but it's not about you. It's about the glory of God. Glory doesn't look good on you. It's like you trying to ride around West Hollywood in somebody else's car. We know you're an imposter. Somebody said, ooh. <laughs> okay. Um, 
I, I, think, I think what happens is we get swept up in the culture and we get swept up in the pride of life and we look around and everybody's like, oh, okay, so that's, oh, so that's what we got. Okay, yeah, I can do that for sure. Look at me. <laughs> Killing it. Yeah, I can do this. And all the while you're like, this is not who I, I'm, I'm safest and I feel most like me when I worship God. And probably the best part for my life is when I just stop thinking about me and I start thinking about God. And the most confident I ever am in my life is when my hands are lifted and I'm singing to the one that gave me breath in my lungs. The most I feel alive is when I'm in his presence. The most safe I ever feel when I'm, when I'm in his arms. And I tell you how to get rid of pride. You just give glory to God. So you need faith in God. You need to give glory to God. Write down the last one, number three. You need to surrender and submit to God. Worship team, come join me. Last scripture of the day. Look at this, Romans 8. Look at these last scriptures. Romans 8 verse 5 says, Those who think they can do it on their own end up obsessed with measuring their own moral muscle, but never get around to exercising it in real life. I'm a Christian. I go to church. I tip, tip God, give him, you know, a couple dollars. Am I not amazing? <laughs> at least I'm not, at least I don't act like those guys. I didn't vote that. <sighs> I would never post that. I am superior to others. You keep measuring yourself against other people and you're always going to feel like you're better and you're entitled to be as prideful as you want, but you'll never exercise the real moral muscle and that is praise and thanksgiving and worship to God. You never get around to do anything. Just measuring ourselves against other people. Those who trust God's action in them find that God's spirit is in them. His spirit is living and breathing. Obsession with self in these matters is a dead end. Attention to God leads us into the open. Do you understand what the Bible's saying there? The open space that you've been craving. Some of you feel like I'm suffocated right now and I just can't, I can't break through. And I'm, why? Oh, just suffocated. You want to get into an open space? Worship God. Because when you worship God, there's freedom. Because the Bible says where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. And whom the Son sets free is free indeed. So when you get into worship, it's all of a sudden it's like, oh, this is who I really am. I've been made to worship. I've been made to dance. I've been made to laugh. I've been made to trust. I've been made to give. I've been made to celebrate. Give them a praise today. If you, if you feel like telling them you're worthy of glory. You get suffocated. You, you, you're prideful. You're just like, it's me. It's mine. It's, they, no, no, one, no one else can tell me. No one else can speak into my life. It's my life. It's my money. It's my future. Nobody's coming around me. I'm in control. I'm the boss. I call the shots. It's what I want. Don't take a photo of me. I see you. We live on the internet, fam. Obsession with self in these matters is a dead end. Attention to God leads us into the open. 
into a spacious free life. Focusing on the self is the opposite of focusing on God. Anyone completely absorbed in self ignores God and ends up thinking more about themselves rather than God, but that person ignores who God is and what he is doing, and God isn't pleased at being ignored. He's not pleased with it. Do you know how hard you got to work to get God out of your life? When you, no, 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 stop talking to me. Stop it. I don't want to hear your kind words. I want to hear your love in my life. Yeah, forgiveness. I'm trying to build a life here, God. Let me just do my thing. You, you understand that's what it looks like, right? Ignoring God. No, 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 no. I know your spirit is leading me into freedom and your spirit is leading me into laughter and your spirit is leading me into right relationship, but I'll have none of it, God, because I'm in control. It's the spirit of pride. Pride is going to take you out. Pride's going to destroy you. But the one that goes low and humble says, oh, God, help me, lead me, guide me, shape me, mold me, change me, rearrange me. I've got nothing without you. I've come into this world naked. I'm going to leave this world naked if you don't show up with all your power. I'm sorry I'm yelling. I get excited because it's the Holy Spirit. It's the Spirit of God that's telling you, no, 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 no. You fall into the lie of the enemy. Don't you fall into the into the trap of living for self. Don't you, don't you submit to your own plans and to your own will. Submit to God. God's ways are higher than our ways. His ways are better than our ways. He knows the end from the beginning. He's the Alpha and the Omega. He's got the, he's got the whole world in His hands. He knows where to take you. He'll, if you trust God, He'll take you by green pastures. If you trust God, He'll take you to still waters. Come on, stand to your feet. Father, we thank you.